Welcome to Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 83, looking at Deuteronomy 13 and 14, John chapter 13 verses 21 through 38, and then Proverbs 7. Let me just pull one thing out of our Deuteronomy passage today, and that is the matter of tithing. There's always a lot of conversation about this. Simply put, the Old Testament teaches that the faithful servant of God is to tithe, meaning to give 10% of their earnings and resources back to God. As soon as funds or possessions are received, you are to immediately give God 10%. There were also additional offerings that you could give on top of this. Now I want to be clear, the New Testament doesn't actually teach tithing. It teaches sacrificial giving, meaning everything you own or have is God's. And each month you have the opportunity to sacrifice before the Lord by giving of what you have. Meaning if you have a spare 30%, why keep any for yourself? Why not give it all for God? Why not give it to the work of the Lord? Now, a lot of Christians take issue with this because they want to look for the very least that they can give. They they look for the 10%. What's the minimum they can give? Well, what we've been learning in our New Testament readings is that we should be looking for the most we can give our Lord and his work. We're looking for how we can serve him, not at the minimum level, but at the absolute maximum, complete surrender to him. So yes, Deuteronomy teaches tithing. But no, you shouldn't take this as tithing now. Instead, you should give sacrificially, whether that be 10%, 25% or even 50%. For the Lord is our master and we see his kingdom as something to serve and live for, not this earthly mortal kingdom. There's no point in saving up on this earth, for it will all go and all pass away. We want to be investing in the kingdom of God. Let's head into our John's Gospel passage and it's incredible that Jesus knows all things. Here as he sits with his disciples, he knows that Judas is about to leave and betray him. He identifies him and then he does an even more incredible thing. He lets Judas go. Jesus could have stopped him. He could have waged war against Satan in that moment, but he didn't. Instead, he calmly lets Judas go to do what he planned. Not only is this incredible that Jesus knew all that would happen, but it's incredible how willing he was to allow it to happen. You see, Jesus knew his time on earth was coming to an end and he would fulfill the prophecies told that the Messiah would be killed as the eternal sacrifice before God and for mankind. As the reader, it is therefore poignant that Jesus moves on to instill the command to love one another. We know that Jesus was about to show his love on the cross, but the disciples didn't. The love of Jesus would be the example to follow. We're to sacrificially love others, putting others before ourselves, willing to give of ourselves for the good of others. A love that Peter would sadly not show as he denies Jesus at a crucial moment. That is the lesson here. We should never take the love of Christ for granted, nor that we will be tempted to fall away from our complete surrender in Jesus and into sin. We must stay on guard, having our hearts filled with the love of Christ as we serve him each day. Both Judas and Simon show us how easy greed and pride can take us away from loving Christ and therefore we are to draw close to Jesus, see his example and then live out the example of sacrificial love towards others and live it in our lives. Do you see this Old Testament and New Testament passage dovetail? We're to love God by giving him our all and then we are to love God by giving others our all. And all this by the example of Jesus, who sacrificed his life willingly for each one of us. Finally, we have Proverbs 7. I always enjoy reading through the book of Proverbs. There's always a nugget of wisdom that you can immediately apply to your life. 
It'll be different for each of us for at the moment in our lives. There are always different things that we need to understand to remain faithful before God. What strikes me in Proverbs 7 is how the word of God protects us from temptation and sin. However, it can only protect us if we place it in the rightful place, in our hearts, in our minds, in our eyes and on our fingertips. Essentially, we are to be fully immersed in the word of God. And as we immerse ourselves in it, we protect ourselves for it transforms our hearts. Through the Spirit and the work of God, we are guided away from sin and toward a holy life in Jesus. That is the importance of time in Scripture. It is saving us from darkness that tries to daily pull us away from the light. And in John 1, we're reminded that the Word is in fact Jesus. And so we're to be immersed in the Word by which we are to be immersed in Jesus. And that is a real encouragement for us today, that not only are we to give of everything that we have, not only are we to put others before ourselves, not only are we to take in the word of God so we can protect us from our sins, but we do all of that because Christ first loved us and showed us the life of sacrifice. Let's close out our time by praying. Father, we do indeed pray that we would live sacrificially, that we would take the example of Jesus and we would live it out each day, whether that be towards others, whether that be with our finances, whether that be how we live our life in this world with the word of God as our foundational standard. Father, we pray that it would be a life of sacrifice before Jesus, one that we are willing to give to the Saviour who is so willing to give his life for us. We pray this in his name. Amen.